Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two of Taki Baki, the podcast where we uh, talk Baki. I think it's actually Baki Taki. That's that's something I can fix in editing, or just change the name of the podcast. This is only episode two, but this is the ep- uh, the show where I invite my friends, I guess, on and uh, force them to watch an episode of Baki, um, potentially out of context, and uh, get their opinions on it. So without further ado, uh, say hello to our co-host for the episode, Max. Yeah, I am welcomed. So Max, first question for you. What did, what did you know about Baki going into this? Like, have you ever watched the show or do you know anything about it? No, and what proved how little I knew was when you said, oh, not Baki Hanma. And I went, oh, so I really know nothing about this space in any in any form especially the netflix created uh anime yes yeah there is two of them um and before we jump into it just my fun little icebreaker question so my viewers can get to know you uh other than baki mm-hmm. what shows are you watching Ooh, great question um very dissimilar shows so i'm watching barry i'm watching vampire diaries and i'm re-watching lost which is i used to have a stand-up joke that why would you watch lost it's like watching a reality tv show for the second time but it's actually good surprise surprise i am i'm gonna edit this episode to just that clip and show it to Lindsay, and then we'll finish our lost (laughs) rewatch man that's fun it's almost like you and barry just got in a time machine back to what like 2010 or (laughs) whenever those other two were on (laughs) exactly yeah yeah i think it's it's back-to-back Ian Summerholder shows. So I actually only watch shows with Ian Summerholder. Barry's an exception. I'm sure he'll come on to it soon. So, Max, you watched episode two of Baki. Um, I watched it as well. A lot happens in this episode. If you had to summarize it, like, in in a few sentences, like, what what happens? Well, what's really interesting about this episode, having no context of the show, which they actually, I gotta give some credit to to Baki. It actually does kind of basically introduce what i think are the key themes like i'm not lost watching the show because i think it's still early enough but there's no arc to this episode in fact it ends with what is a completely new story to me uh (laughs) and a history lesson to a degree oh yeah about the four thousand years of chinese martial arts yeah 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 they 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 love to give a little bit of a backstory there yeah yeah so if i were to break it down the show is basically Mortal Kombat, the anime, where it's based on a tournament that happened, and then this is like an un, an unofficial challenging of, I don't know, Baki, like the son of the strongest man. And this episode's really about a few things. Uh, tricks with your hands. Yep, peeing, lots of that. Okay. <laughs> yep. And, and introducing a new character every 40 seconds. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. No, that was Jack's big comment because uh, he did the first episode. Uh, was that he doesn't know Baki because they keep introducing all these randos. <laughs> I'm glad I'm on theme. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's dive into a few parts of the episode. So, uh, I guess just at the beginning. So, did you catch what's going on? That five uh, death row inmates from across the world have decided to come to Tokyo. Um, impromptu like without telling each other yes i did get that they they brought it up there's like there's no connection between them besides the fact that they're all going to tokyo for vacation and also i guess they leave out the fact that they were in this i'm presuming this old tournament that happened like 20 years ago i think it happened like pretty recently like baki has a cast i think from that tournament oh i was gonna say like did he hurt himself in episode one no he was just bruised and he breaks it yeah yeah no he to be honest it's it's way more efficient it's true i guess you just wait till your muscles are strong enough and then the doctor just says yeah just flex <laughs> i've been wearing this cast for 30 years <laughs> my muscles just aren't strong enough i should just wear casts for when people want to mug me or challenge me to street fights and then i can just flex smash them off as a way as a way of deterring 
Even though he kind of uses it as an invitation, I suppose, Baki. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, Baki was completely like, he just went along with it. Okay, so you, you, you understood the basic premise. No, no, nothing nothing jumps out to you as odd about the, the five guys just showing up in Tokyo to fight people. Well, I was confused that uh, Baki at 17 years old was the strongest man in Tokyo. Like, that was some title that he owned. Well, he, he won a tournament, you know. But uh, oh. <laughs> he, he beat up a lot of the other characters we see in this episode. Um, Interesting. Is this like Yu-Gi-Oh! where there was a season zero? Well, so here here's the fun part, and I feel like I'm going to explain this every episode. But um, Baki is a very long-running story, and so this anime is more or less picking up where the previous one left off. Uh, the thing is, the previous anime is from 2001, and wow. Baki is actually the sixth longest-running manga of all time, and has more volumes than One Piece. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot happens in it, it other than just guys fighting each other in Tokyo. Um <laughs> It's pretty great. I have a lot of opinions, but I'll, I'll let you. We we can kind of jump the. No, jump I want to it here. I want to hear your opinions, but maybe if I had so, to. Get, oh no, you go first. I want to hear your opinions. So, this is my initial opinion because I think it, we're gonna go in some chronological order here. So, immediately we we get this intro, which is just masks, silhouettes, and then explosions in the night, and then what is what looked to be like. Uh, an animated rendering of Rocky four um, with, and my and first thought, which carried out throughout the episode was these are the ugliest muscles I've ever seen <laughs> in any show ever. The muscles are so unappealing and weird, especially on <laughs> Baki's father. Oh my God. He's, it's almost like body horror when he's doing the splits. And... <laughs> oh my God. It's just, Oh my god! Out of context, it was hilarious. Just to cut to everything. Yeah, the author or mangaka or whatever it's called um, has a very distinct art style that has changed throughout the years. But it's that's they're always extremely muscly and not very appealing. <laughs> yeah, but the opening, I, I I like it. It's pretty rocking. I think they say Baki at the end, but they might just be saying something in Japanese. So, yeah, it's very high pitch. I think it's like Baki. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like a custom song made for them. Or Baki's such a big <laughs> hit that you can just throw his name into any song in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of Pitbull. They do it at the end. Exactly. So yeah, the the opening was good. Um so one one scene I enjoyed. Um did you did you catch the name of the uh, kickboxer that was jogging through the park? Yes, I did. Because because the, the funniest someone walking or watching just goes, it's Robinson. Oh, check it out! It's Robinson. Yeah, Rob Robinson, the kickboxer. It's Rob Robinson. Oh, it's Rob Rob, Rob Robinson, who is officially the ugliest person in the show. Yeah, for now, for now, um, right now. He was he was not very um, brave for a kickboxer, I would say. Yeah, and used his hands. Yeah, tell tell walk us through what happened to Rob Robinson, because uh, I assume most well, of the audience is my mom, who probably won't watch this episode. <laughs> oh my god, to describe this episode is such a treat. So basically, he's he's running through what looks like Central Park, and he's uh, melting from his face in that. <laughs> With a very light jog, he's both sweating and mucusing from every orifice uh, on his visage. And, uh, <laughs> and someone calls out, it's Rob Robinson. Me not knowing anything about the show, go, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, local celebrity Rob Robinson. <laughs> and, <laughs> which, <laughs> and then comes this like mystery person who's looking very punk. And looking like they're one of the uh, the members from Team Magma, <laughs> yep. Come comes up, and like basically through a stare alone challenges this guy, and then Rob 
as a kickboxer grabs the collar and then exclaims very slowly, there are razors in the collar. <laughs> and then... <laughs> you don't want a piece of this. Huh? <sighs> Razor blades? <sighs> what the hell's wrong with you, man? <laughs> and then there's the weirdest... I have to, I've rewatched I've watched the episode twice. It still doesn't make sense. So this Team Magma, you know, leader then does this motion which looks like an uh, like a chop-ish motion and then his I think it's his elbow has metal in it or something and yep. then his neck explodes. Ah, yes. I I can add some color to this. So, uh, for, yeah. our, for our listeners, this is Doyle. Uh, you might remember him from last episode as the guy who uh, was in the electric chair but survived. And mm. what uh, Doyle's gimmick uh, is that he has placed many weapons on, on and in his body. So, in this scenario, he put a little knife inside his elbow, which he used to uh, instantly kill Rob Robinson, the kickboxer. <laughs> god it i was so confused because the cut of the elbow like i'm only I only put it together now it just looks like a corner of his body with metal in it and i'm like what did he do and then he explodes yeah rob robinson just bleeds out there like he would have died of blood I, loss in three seconds <laughs> i feel bad for the the lone rob robinson fan who exclaims <laughs> it at the beginning of the scene to watch to then as soon as they see their local hero just look like he's being mugged and then to literally die a horrific <laughs> geyser like death he's like describing rob he's still mid describing rob robinson to his friend and then he's like no rob robinson <laughs> he turns away to go oh no no he's the local kickboxing champion look he's about to oh he's dead oh my god that, eight, oh my that, God. that seven foot man in a turtleneck just killed him. <laughs> there's a lot of giant people in this show, by the way. Yeah, no, their their size doesn't make sense. Like it, they make sense in context. Where like if you see all of the fighters together, you're like, okay. But then when the fighters interact with the regular population, you realize that like the average person in Baki is like four foot two. <laughs> like every yeah, every including Baki. Baki's short. He might actually be like five foot two or something. Um, But, you know, he's got grit and uh, karate skills, and that's all you need. All right. So after the kickboxing incident, uh, we have a scene where some uh, goons start talking to some uh, schoolyard hooligans. Uh, Can can you walk us through this interaction? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think this is the scene where I'm like, are these a bunch of street performers? <laughs> They're very close to that. Now watch closely. All right, where's the knife? Here? Or is it here? Where could it be? It's right here. <laughs> Mr. Hiroshima, you're just incredible. So it's basically, for those who didn't watch the episode, it's basically a bunch of low-level criminals, like very mediocre criminals, showing off their weapons of choice, one of whom, (laughs) there's a few, there's a few. So one of whom is just showing knives in his fingers. I think he's just, like, like flipping a coin, he's just doing that, and everyone else is so amazed. They're like, oh my god, this guy. This is the best criminal in Tokyo. He's fucking flipping his knives through his fingers like like they're coins in Looper. You know what I mean? And then I think it's the same guy puts a can on top of some guy's head to be like, no, 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 watch this. And then he does this whole trick where he's like like butterfly knife style, like showing it off in this figure eight and then does a move just to do like the tiniest sliver in the coke can and then it pours all over the guy's face and he goes oh my god <laughs> yes the 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 hooligans were very impressed by these uh, street performers as you called them yeah. <laughs> it's pretty amazing and then there's of course the a weapon that comes back later in the episode is the i don't know what you'd call it it's like a chain with a what could be considered a sex toy based on its size. I'll, I'll add it in the edit. 
I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's called a rope dart. But yeah, it's a, it's a great scene, and I think it, it, it establishes that these people want to challenge the strongest man in Tokyo, this little circus crew. Well, the the strongest boy in Tokyo. Um, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. So so what happens when they try? Uh, do they are they able to intimidate Baki at all or? Yeah, this leads to uh, one of my favorite characters in in the episode. By the way, uh, I don't even know how to describe one his ethnicity and two um, his style. But my goodness, I love everything about it and how greasy of a weasel he is. And uh, he basically tries to threaten Boggy. Why would I come with you? Come with me, or look, just come with me, all right? And this prompts our earlier discussed, you know, power move, which is, first of all, he come, he he, he corners Baki with his, you know, um, his little backwards cap and, and his uh, green sweater behind what I could only assume is the local boys and girls club <laughs> swimming pool. Yeah. And <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're, they're stomping grounds, they're turf. And then Baki, through one, you know, flex shatters his cast into a, a million pieces through this slow-mo montage which the other guys both impressed and terrified <laughs> and then Baki releases what is really a flirtatious look and comment where he's like I'll see you wherever you want or whatever alright chuckle nuts let's go Ooh, subtext. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then he goes to 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 see them, and um, well, uh, it, you know, it's Baki versus a bunch of um, street performers. Um, <laughs> of course, he styles on them uh, easily. I, I, we we talked about the one guy with a switchblade and the one guy with um, a rope and a rock or whatever. Um, did you notice one guy was just basically Crocodile Dundee and just had a big knife he carried around? Wait, wait, wait. Is this the guy? Because this is one of my favorite moments in the episode when they go to the mob boss little locker room or whatever it is, and he has the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he cuts through the phone book with his big knife. <laughs> I've never seen anything so random and a method so unique to threaten people. He basically like cuts a phone book with his crocodile Dundee knife, and then all of his hooligans go, "Oh!" Editors note: This isn't really an audio moment, but here's the dramatic noise when it happens. Jeez. Well, they're just thinking that could be me. I'm like a phone book. <laughs> that knife could cut yeah. right through me. These guys are like Chris Angel like enthusiasts. <laughs> like <laughs> all these all these displays of skill are so are so funny. Yeah. Well, you know who has a a, a real display of skill though in this episode? Um Speck, the uh the oh nine foot tall man who well, do you want to describe what he does when he when he introduces himself? Oh my god. First of all, this guy. If the episode <laughs> I if if the knife through the phone book wasn't the peak of the episode the other peak has to be every single moment speck is on screen um this dude is dressed up like he's darth maul um he looks like the undertaker like like an unironic (laughs) undertaker just in the daytime Uh, he's this giant bald man oh he looks like general uh snoke or stoke what uh yeah yeah you know he does his face sort of does look like smoke snoke yeah smoke smoke supremely just snoke and an iconic and so (laughs) iconic character in an iconic trilogy and he i think it's the hand thing right he goes to shake um he extends his hand to baki as like you know that's what you do Right. Yeah. <laughs> to the, the 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 strongest man. You've broken out of what they describe later to be an underwater sea prison. Um, yep. Two hundred meters below sea level. Um, to come to Tokyo 
to then shake hands with the strongest boy in all the land. And then as he does it, <laughs> he, he, he kicks him <laughs> straight in the face with what looked like a laser kick. Like his leg just turns into uh, like a Kamehameha fireball. A real handshake. Don't disappoint me or I'll make sure that you regret it. One last thing. <laughs> so long for now, little boy. What a prankster, this guy. What a prankster. The best part is that scene ends. Well, that, oh, should we, should we well, go in chronological I, order? Well, I, I did want to touch on one part of that scene. When he, when he shoots himself in the face. Um, oh, my God. Now that is that is like breaking your own cast is pretty cool. What what spec does he? Is he first of all takes the gun of a person who is so intimidated by him he can't move, um, takes their gun, opens his mouth and shoots through one cheek out the other, um, then does it five more times to empty the barrel, and then just continues talking uh, like <laughs> with with no difference to his speech, which is also interesting. Yeah, I, just, I, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> that is the craziest thing ever. First of all, you're missing the part where he then blows smoke <laughs> through these cheek holes like he's a dragon. Yeah. And then, and then, and then in addition to like it in 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 classic like anime superhero form, you think I'm thinking is going to demonstrate his ability because all of these guys you learn have a thing yeah right they all have like whatever like in a like some sort of ability or move or style like metal elbows like yeah metal elbows or the uh the karate guy who falls in love with uh chinese kempo <laughs> yeah. um uh basically specs thing is he's weird and big no apparently. that's not that's... even specs thing you know what specs thing is what? That you didn't know that I've been exercising without breathing for five minutes at a time. He can hold his breath for five minutes. You're kidding me. That's how he escaped the underwater prison. Well, then what did the four other guys do? Live in his mouth? <laughs> what? No, the, the four other guys were from four other like uh, prisons. It, it all oh. happened across the world. Doyle's from like Ireland. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Well, anyway, Spec is a freak. And uh and I think I thought he was going to demonstrate some healing ability and then no, he's literally bleeding from his smoke-filled <laughs> cheek holes and which disappear later in the episode. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. If you don't die in Baki, um, it's it's gonna buff out. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm just gonna move on, just because I want to get to the yeah, yeah, yeah. potentially most interesting part of the episode. I think right after mm. that we meet Yujiro uh, uh, Hanma, who is Baki's dad, mm. of course. We don't get to see too much time with him. What what were your impressions on the strongest man alive? I don't know if you can have a better introduction to a character ever. <laughs> you cut to this man in what I can only think is either a red ration or a holiday in um, the bed yeah. is poor and the paintings are minimal and he's watching on the, the, what is the thickest TV in existence probably. And he is <laughs> doing a perfect split, like five feet, five feet from the television at the end of the end of the bed, just a perfect extended split super gross muscles everywhere like it looks like he almost has like warts or like welts that have just completely ballooned into tumors with more welts and other boils and he <laughs> and he's smoking a cigarette meanwhile he looks just like a demon yep this man is not human and he's smoking a cigarette leaps from this perfect yoga pose warrior five right and then kicks the kicks the cigarette into a million pieces 
Yeah, it was it was a very athletic act to do something that was not necessary in the slightest. I, I don't think I've ever. I don't think anybody who smokes has ever even thought. I wish I could do a kickflip and kick my butt out. And again, something that like you know, it doesn't take a lot of strength to break a cigarette. No. No. <laughs> but the fact that he—that's his training method. He smokes with the splits, does a flip, and has two sets. He doesn't realize that the splits is doing 99% of the work. <laughs> and he thinks that he's getting stronger from kicking the cigarette. I would love if he doesn't do any other workout routine. That's it. He keeps telling his friends that he's kicking his smoking habit. <laughs> right in the bud. Yeah. Did you did you like the description of him? I think they said that um, feared by martial artists and politicians around the world. Yujiro Han, Baki's father, a.k.a. the world's strongest man. He has enough power to destroy an entire army with his bare hands. He's feared by martial artists and politicians the world over. Yeah, that was another thing about this. It's a, What's cool about the show is they in, they almost bring over that manga element to it where he a narrator introduces everybody. So even though there's 50 new characters every two seconds they are at least described and given a mini flashback yeah which is helpful um because if we didn't learn who he is this scene would be a man doing the splits then he does a kick flip and then the scene ends <laughs> actually no way yeah. he would he would say one thing he would say the fbi won't be able to figure this out not even in a hundred years <laughs> <laughs> that would be the end of the scene Wait, wait, wait. We also, uh, wait, should, can we do, we'll, we'll do, will we do quotes at the end of this? Uh, there's no quote segment, but so feel free to throw them in whenever. So right before this scene, I just realized we forgot and I wrote it down. Um, after Spec does the second prank to, uh, Baki, which is basically doing the, the same prank again. The so kick in the face, the, right? But kicks in the face. <laughs> Someone yells, he smiles, call, or he smiled, call the police. <laughs> the, it's an all-time great line. Japanese law is um, very, very strict in some respects. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's some good quotes in this episode. Um, and the, but, the, inter- the interesting you, thing is we probably are, I'm realizing we probably have different quotes because i did the english dub and you did the sub and so they're probably slightly off editor's note that's my polite way of saying that that quote that max says is not in the english dub so i can't use a clip of it yeah but anyway yujiro is a boss he's definitely a great villain he was actually like once i saw him it actually convinced me like i might need to watch the show just to see what he does don't watch too much of the show or else i can't have you back on as a guest Okay, actually, I won't watch anything, and then that way I'll have this huge gap between <laughs> between this episode and what happens next. I'll, I'll bring you, I'll bring you back on uh, when Yujiro fights somebody in like twenty episodes. Oh, perfect. Uh, so yeah, we talked about Baki's dad, uh, Yujiro Hanma. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I think the highlight of the episode is probably going to be um, the the urinal scene. Um, do you want Do you want to set that one up? Oh, yeah. First of all, this was the only scene Allie, my uh, my partner, saw. She walked in on me watching this scene, no. and she, listening to her OC podcast, had to stop and be and say, "What are you watching?" She was like, "I knew this was like gonna be like a weird show, but this is the strangest thing I've ever seen." Hey, let, make, make sure to let, let Allie know if she wants to come on the podcast and find out more. <laughs> I think I think having her on the show would be so good. <laughs> You'd get a lot of opinions, a lot of opinions in a good way. But man, this is a weird scene. Firstly, so the, the scene just before this, Speck is now in prison for smiling. Yep, for life. And he's... Yeah, and so, but he's very content, which is also strange. He's like, oh, I love prison. I'm in uh, a shelter. It's cozy. 
And there's plenty of fresh air here. This will be great as my temporary base of operations. Uh, a shelter. And then his belly grumbles and he goes, Hmm, not a lot of food here. And then he breaks out. And we later learn, like, completely disembodies, like, the cashier of this local convenience store to pick up some Chinese buns. Which and is what they call in the sub. I don't know what it is. They, they didn't even describe it in the, in the dub. Also, he broke out much like the Hulk would. Like, there's just a hole in the brick wall where he has, he has walked through it, apparently. And then, so we don't, we don't know that he's left at this point. Yeah. They actually show this stuff retroactively. But, so he's, in all, the last shot we see of him is him being like, I'm hungry. Cut to the police department and them having also I had to write down some of their scenes or some of their lines because it was just so weird there's a scene where this just like I guess like some intern like they felt the, the random dialogue in this show is insane and some random intern is like can you practice with me <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, um, sir I'd like to ask a favor you think you could help me train for next week's match <laughs> for like a tournament and then uh oh man i thought i wrote it down he's like you cannot practice or something he says you cannot practice uh karate you have to hurt people training with someone for one week won't make you stronger but here's some advice if you know you can't win at least injure your opponent <laughs> yep and that that's like the chief of police who said that right yeah yeah <laughs> unbelievable I, I like my my immediate thought is like this guy's definitely his son-in-law and he wants to beat him up <laughs> yeah. so but his his daughter told him he can't so he's just like i can't practice with you and he got it's like dad he's a blue belt you can't tackle this guy again well it's funny they were setting up that chief of police you know like everybody was saying like that's the chief he's a real monster and he, he he's a big guy yeah, he looks like Gordon, basically, right? But a little thicker. Like, he looks like, like Gordon the Dark Ramsey? Knight Returns. Like you... Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> Jim Gordon. Okay. Like, the Dark Knight Returns. We're, we're not doing Bob the Batman Gordon. episode anymore, Max. <laughs> oh, it's too bad. I have so many more opinions with the, the Robert the Robert Battinson. <laughs> but, okay, anyway. So there's this chief. Wait, we cut from Speck in the, in the prison, Hungry this weird random scene again completely new characters the whole room's talking up the chief dude this guy's tough he doesn't practice he just beats up people and then he goes to the bathroom at the urinal cut to just a, a the top of someone's pants and the zipper being unzipped and then the fear that you're like this is anime we don't know what's about to happen cuts to the urinal to just what is just a a horse level stream of just urine blasting, annihilating the urinal. Like it is spraying everywhere. It it's, is it's flooding. More, if I pulled out my garden hose, I couldn't get that much water coming out. Impressed. It is uh whatever the designer at, you know, Nerf Super Soakers wanted to create that was that was it it was just my god it was spraying everywhere and then uh, what i will say they, they must have had some notes from like their network or something because the urine is water yeah it's it's crystal clear they're they're both very it's... hydrated so while speck is hungry he is perfectly hydrated man and... also, just as a side note if i had a nickel for every time there's a stream of urine in this show um are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> Not every episode, but it comes up more than you think. But anyway. Oh, oh my god. It is unreal. I know Allie was like, you gotta tell Steve that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's so horrifying. And then he turns. What are you doing here? Main vein ain't gonna drain itself, you know? Not undoing not doing up his pants. Shows the buns to the chief of police. Because it was Positions. Speck at the urinal beside the chief of police, un unbeknownst to him. Unbeknownst to him. And then he puts the bun in the chief's mouth, and then 
and then like you think he's gonna like either take a bite or whatever and then he stuffs the whole bun with one finger into his little people <laughs> of him of the way he's pursed his lips and it's so disturbing it is the weirdest scene in the entire episode and probably that i've seen in the last in 2022 yeah i, I think it takes the crown for this episode for sure i don't know how long it'll yeah. keep that title for though um yeah and then and the then t- afterwards speck just goes back to his uh his jail cell Mm-hmm. perfectly content he's like i got my food no problem so I, th- I think two more things happen in this episode goki shibukawa and uh yanagi um talk to each other yeah. um yanagi uh v- viewers of the last episode that is the man who was in the hannibal lecter cage and used his hand as a vacuum to break the glass and then blew a man's brain out through his ears um so, oh my god yes <laughs> he's a he's an interesting guy um but i i didn't think much happened in that scene it was just um uh goki which is the show's a uh, judo master um and him talked yeah. and then uh yanagi threw a tea kettle at him um i don't know how it sounded in the sub in the dub it was very dramatic like he said something like um i should have seen this coming i should have known or something like that oh you got this scene is worth talking about okay so again two new characters we've never seen you've never seen in the show i've we've never seen we've them. seen one of them we, we've seen the guy who throws how... the tea kettle <laughs> but just so there's two more scenes in this episode and they're completely irrelevant to what has happened like there's no arc in this show like it just cuts to random crap and these two new characters who i've never seen and then they do like an intro to them like it almost looks like you've never seen these characters yeah. Um. Because they do a little flashback. I think is is it, Guko? Is that Goki, his name? Like his I last believe name? Goki. I always want to say Goku, Go- but it's Goki. Goki. Uh, he's described. This is his ability. He can throw anyone, no matter how strong. That's just judo, Max. It, it's just judo. <laughs> That's insane. And then, and then he's the one with the glasses, right? Yes. Yes, and so this hand-sucking guy, who I didn't know he had this fantastic ability to him, um, comes in, and they have a conversation really about nothing. Like, I'm strong, you used to teach me literally nothing. The scene is just leading up to him killing this guy. (laughs) And so to attack him, he throws a tea kettle at his chest, like just straight at his chest and i'm like oh my god he's gonna be burned doesn't react doesn't react to the impact in fact he goes in the in the in the sub it says you threw that at my chest and he's just like (laughs) just describing what's happening you threw it at my chest there is mist around us yeah it's 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 a nice short and sweet scene um and it it has i would say no consequences um Mm -hmm. oh yeah Yanagi just leaves afterwards. Uh, yeah. So okay. So that I, takes us. Sorry. Did you did you have anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, I was gonna say the message of this show seems to be uh, diversions. <laughs> right. You do a little show, whether that's to the you know the hooligans with cans on their heads, or that's if you do a handshake punch, handshake kick to the face, or. Um, you're throwing tea at someone's chest, which already to me seems like not a diversion, but you've begun the fight. That well, is the fight. Well, the the more you watch this show, like it really is honestly less of a narrative and more of a thought experiment. And it's an author oh. who is really into martial arts and he thinks mm-hmm. and he, he just every arc is a way of introducing an idea of can this beat a guy who's really good at martial arts so like the previous arc was a tournament where you have judo facing karate facing like uh, chinese kempo and things like that um and then uh, baki wins i think because he's like such a master of all martial arts uh and this arc at its core is criminals who don't play by the rules and do dishonorable things outside of the martial arts can they beat people who know martial arts? Um, oh, 
which is which cues up one of the best lines at the beginning this bald man just asking rhetorical questions um he goes he's like describing what he's like you know what that's gonna mean baki and baki goes i don't know and he's like yes but then they're gonna come the fire have come out and you know what that means baki and he goes i don't know and he goes uh the old man goes black versus white martial arts that is a and, sub that did not make it to the top <laughs> yeah it is the craziest thing i read in the whole <laughs> the whole episode i was like what does that even mean i have no idea what that means <laughs> black versus white martial arts oh my god i wish they dubbed that that would have been that would have been a great audio to add in all right so the last portion of the episode we are introduced to three new characters uh Mm -hmm. just quickly what 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 happens here quickly uh some it's a random dojo looks basically like the fighting gym leader in every pokemon game um just like a tiny like wooden rectangular room and they're fighting and then it's like they they amp it up they do a lot of intros This, this guy is the karate like he's the karate master versus the chinese kempo master yep two conflicting styles the kempo guy wins and then this karate guy goes on a, just a, a love fest, just like completely pours his ha- heart out for this guy in Chinese Kempo and gives like a two minute TED talk on Chinese Kempo and being like 4,000 years of history. I fought this man and I lost. He beat me with a single strike. 4,000 years. For all that time, the Chinese have honed their fists in combat. From the time when part of our country was still underwater, his ancestors studied how to defeat others. And they cut to like, they cut to like, um, these little huts in the grass and all this stuff as if he's like describing it. It's beautiful what they've done. And then he turns to his like, I guess his students or something. Like it almost sounds like he's like the leader of this ancient civilization, the way he's speaking. He's like, we will now take chinese kenbo after he has defeated me and therefore us by extension we will adopt the kenbo we will become karate x chinese kenbo um the first collaboration between martial arts yeah it's it's a very progressive and um well everybody likes retsu um that's that's the name yeah. of the kenbo master um could you tell when the uh, when the animation changed for the fight <laughs> Oh yes, I did the CGI switch. I wrote it down with big exclamation marks. It's so horrible. The podcast listen, pure podcast listeners will never understand. And the funny thing is, there's like no. there's probably like thirty six episodes of Baki, and then another thirteen for Baki Hanma. Only the first season has this horrible CG stuff. They drop it as soon as they can, but <laughs> there's still like ten more episodes of this. It literally becomes like Street Fighter like modern street fighter graphics like that weird like it's drawn but it's 3d and not like a nice pre-rendered cutscene or something (laughs) no no it looks like live gameplay footage yeah or someone rendering it in live speed you know what i mean like they're they're just (laughs) they're just imposing it onto people who just fought yeah how how does the episode end though um what's what's the final beat the final beat is this another giant person enters this the the dojo looking like um bruce banner's father from the um eric banna hulk movie the angley hulk movie uh, with green eyes and and basically says i'm next i forget what his line is but he's like i'm here he said uh he's he's looking for dopo orachi which is uh well, th- this might also be a difference between the dub and the sub, um, but he, he's he's looking for uh, ca- the karate guy's dad. Excuse me. I've come here to find Dopo Orochi. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because I was like, the final line of this episode is a, is a character that I also don't know. <laughs> Well, you, you know what's funny? You would know him. Um, when they did the exterior shot of the of the building and there was a man uh, karate chopping a tiger, um, that's Dopo Orochi. Oh, I did actually. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they do a little thing about him. Yeah. What a wild, what a wild beat. What yeah. a wild beat to end this 
episode of chaos and and for our listeners that was dorian um he was the man who was hung in the previous episode uh with the big tongue and then um he uh, like everyone else killed everybody and uh, swam to tokyo yeah man, so this the first episode sounds baller like it was just a prison escape we saw all five prison escapes um so that uh, dorian doyle yanagi um speck and uh, Sikorsky, who didn't show up in this episode for some reason. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the, the, the sub is great because you get to hear um, the pronunciation of all those names. Do and they it's, sound it's do they sound funny. natural? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've they've um, I don't know what the you um, the phonetics you refer to in, in Japanese, but um, they, they phoneticize it and, it, and it and it's great. But I love that they kept, they're like, he needs to be Sikorsky. Like, <laughs> that is his name in the show. Like, it's not like his name was, like, something in Japanese and they changed it. Like, he is Sikorsky. This, this is a fun, like, super jump to the future. Uh, when 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 Baki Hanma, uh, the, the trailer for it came out on Netflix, it was only with um, the Japanese, like, audio. And mm-hmm. um, so... <laughs> Uh, Jay Guevara, who's uh, basically Che Guevara, who's a character in Baki, um, he keeps yeah. ta- he keeps saying hi to Baki as Mister Baki, and like it's the it, it, it just sticks out so much. It's like Mister Baki. I'll make sure to get an audio oh. of that in. Anywho. All right, well, that was a nice brief 48-minute uh, recap of what happened in this episode <laughs> of Baki. Uh, you could have watched it twice um, in that yes. amount of time. But yeah, okay, so I did have uh, a few follow-up questions for you. First off, did you have any unanswered questions? Can I answer anything about the show for you? Is the Baki Reddit spicy? Like, is it on fire? It's a little too spicy um, and a little too spoilery. The thing is, uh, Baki, it, it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. I'm, I've started reading along with the live uh, issues that are coming out. Um, and nice. like w- what happened right now is, uh, spoiler alert, um, if anybody's not caught up, I'll try and be vague here, but uh, Baki's stepbrother, um, created a fighting style where he looks like a wild animal and he bites people um, and oh, he, f- oh, he fought a sumo um, <laughs> so <laughs> there's always something new going on like the, oh the, my god yeah you, you, I haven't even talked about like the, the caveman but um, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep that for uh, probably 50 episodes from now Wow, I'm so excited to talk. So, what's your outlook for this show? Are you gonna go? Are you gonna eventually skip episodes? Skip episodes? No. Oh, my podcast? No, we're just doing it piece by yeah. piece. I can do. I'm, I'm just gonna do one of these a week, and uh, that'll do me for a year, I think. And then uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, that's awesome. That's. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to listen. Honestly, too. So, or maybe I. Sh- this is the. I'm torn now, because I don't want to. You said I don't. I shouldn't watch. Did, Therefore, you I can listen. you can watch, but um, feel free to watch. But think of it like this: if you watch up to up to episode eight, you can't come back on the show until episode nine, type of thing. Anyway, uh, okay, two two more questions for you. This this is a fun one. Basically, what I'm doing to sort of help people as the show goes on is I want to get people to describe characters for me. Um, and then I can have like a nice collection of characters and I can just, uh, give that to somebody to read up and then, uh, you know, make it easier for the next guest. Um, I haven't, I, I, I'm not doing that for the first few, um, just because they're all going to come out in a batch. Uh, Jack, the last episode defined Baki as a guy who sits in the back of the class and, uh, has a boyish brown hair and, uh, doesn't care about anything. Mm. So at Yes, I'd like you to describe Speck for me in a sentence or two. Oh boy, what a gift! Speck is like if if the Kool Aid Man somehow got into a General Snoke body, um, and then was dehydrated like a testicle, 
and then was also his soul was inhibited by Logan Paul and all of his desires and motives were by food, by pranks or by just fighting random people and destroying them. I think that is a completely apt description. Thank you. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. Now it's time for the big question. Ooh. Now that you've watched it, do you think that Baki is a good show? Um, That's a great question. I think it's like my dad went to an LCBO wine class and uh, they were like, you know, whatever you like is the good wine. And I feel like that's half true because <laughs> <laughs> there's just garbage out there. Like if I made wine, it would be grape juice and poison. Um, yeah. But I will say there's a lot to like with this show. This is a really good I'm bored, I'm making dinner show or I just want I have 50, I have 22 minutes to kill between something and I want something just absolutely insane. It's super entertaining. Like it's it's great. It's got a lot of value. Is it good? I don't I think the show thinks it is. But um I really liked it though. I and and watching it twice, I respect how wild it is and how it doesn't how there's more urine to come. They doubled down. I appreciate that. I would recommend. I'd recommend the show. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, Max gives Baki a recommend. Well, thanks for sticking in on this uh, big episode. And thanks for coming on the show, Max. I, I hope to have yeah. you back sometime. And um, maybe we'll learn more about Spec and Yujiro. Um Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want, do you want, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. That's good. Do you want do you want to sign us off? I haven't figured out an ending yet. Ooh, um, maybe you should sign off with like the quote of the episode. So my sign off will be I'll I'll quote Doyle after he uh, obliterates Rob Robinson with his um, uh, Gillette elbow. I'll do it in my impression. Here we go, and then you'll do music to make it sound intense and really cool. All right. I guess it was just a sport for you. All right, and I'll sign off with, hey, look, it's Rob Robinson. (laughs) All right. (laughs) See you all next week.